This might be a little bit weird, but we're gonna go through a quick exercise, okay? Very, very simple and almost stupid exercise, but stick with me here. So the first one, when we think about being stuck in our head, first thing we gotta do is get unstuck. In other words, create separation from our thoughts. And so as a quick exercise, again, this will sound silly, we're gonna, I'm just gonna ask you a series of questions. First one's gonna sound really stupid, all right? I warn you ahead of time. Are you your clothes, the clothes that you're wearing right now? <laughs> again, I know a stupid question. Are you the clothes that you're wearing? Well, the answer's obvious, right? Of course not, like you're, you change your clothes, maybe multiple times per day likely, you're not your clothes, they're changing constantly. Well, we all know that, okay? So in the same way, we'll go a step deeper here, are you your feelings? Well, just like your clothes, you may notice that your feelings are changing constantly also. A lot of people identify with their feelings, I am angry, I am sad, I am happy. <laughs> There's an identification there. And yet, if we notice, our feelings are constantly changing. Like one moment you're happy, one moment you're sad, one moment you're angry, your feelings are fluctuating. And so the entire time that our feelings are fluctuating, our awareness is still in here, like watching the feelings fluctuate. So we know that we are not our feelings because once again, constantly in flux, constantly changing. All right, hopefully that's uh, easy enough to follow. So one step deeper. <laughs> Are you your thoughts? And this is where it really can become quite powerful, okay? Are you your thoughts? Well, in the same way that we change our clothes, our feelings are changing constantly, our thoughts change all the time as well. Our thoughts, frankly, change more often than our feelings do. And just like when we were kids and we maybe thought Santa Claus was real, <laughs> in the same way, we have different thoughts today. And most likely we're having different thoughts right now than we did a moment ago or 10 minutes ago or this morning. And so our thoughts constantly change and yet there's this sense continuously that we're here inside unchanging, right? There's always been this sense. And so who are you is the question. And I know this sounds a little bit deep and esoteric, but it's quite simple, right? You are the one who watches the thoughts. You are the awareness looking at the thoughts. Well, again, this may sound simple or it may sound a little bit weird or esoteric, but when we realize this fully, when you realize you are the one looking at the thoughts, you are the unchanging awareness in here that watches the thoughts change. Well, now we have separation. There's not this stuckness. <laughs> Again, going back to that term, being stuck in your head literally means being tangled up in the thoughts in your mind, identifying with them rather than being able to just separate and watch them pass by like clouds in the sky, so to speak. I've heard Kobe use that term in the past. And so once we get separation, we realize, oh, I can watch my thoughts, but I can also like watch my feelings. I can watch the game out there. <laughs> I can watch a television show. I can listen to music. I can place my attention and awareness in any place that I like. It doesn't have to be glued to my thoughts. This gives us back power. We don't have to now get caught in the trap that so many players get caught in and so many people get caught in of trying to think our way out of this like trap that thoughts created. <laughs> Have you ever been in a game like 
realize you're stuck in your head, realize that you're overthinking, overanalyzing, and then try to think your way out of that trap. Well, it's kind of like trying to put out a fire with more fire, right? It's never going to work. The way that you put out a fire is by starving it of oxygen. And so to use that analogy, our awareness is the oxygen that feeds the fire of thoughts. And so pull your attention away from the thoughts and they begin to settle and dissipate. All right. We don't think our way out of a problem that thought created. We don't think our way out of overthinking in other, in other words. Okay. So when we know that we can place our attention elsewhere, we don't have to try to like change our thoughts or try to stop ourselves from thinking in any way. We just move our attention somewhere else. All right. In this case, back to the game. Now, you could look at this sort of like you're doing a workout in the gym and there's background music on. That background music, you can pay attention to it, you can listen to the lyrics, you can like get into the rhythm of the music, or you can focus on your workout and let the music play in the background. Same thing goes with our thoughts. Let the thoughts just do what they want. I'll get to this point in a moment, and you're going to hear me say this again, but your thoughts have never scored a single point on the basketball court. You don't need to be tangled up in your thoughts thinking your way into the game. Focus on your actions. So this brings us to step two, okay? Rather than trying to change your thoughts, which as we spoke about, a lot of players find themselves trying to do, rather than trying to change your thoughts, if you're up here in your mind and you don't really like the conversation that's going on, maybe your thoughts have turned negative. We're thinking, oh, how am I going to score more points? Why, why is my coach pulling me out? Why are all of the plays being run for this player? Whatever the case may be. What's that girl in the stands thinking about me? Rather than trying to stop your thoughts or change your thoughts, simply focus on actions. And I promised I'd say this again. <laughs> your thoughts have never scored a single point on the basketball court. Only your actions have. And so I see a lot of players putting way too much importance on their thoughts, which is, again, another way of saying, like, I need to like the conversation that's going on in my mind in order to play well. This is the whole positive thinking movement. I need to be thinking positive thoughts. Again, I need to like the conversation that's going on in my mind. Well, actually, we just don't need to be having the conversation at all. <laughs> like positive thinking, negative thinking. If you really examine this, you'll notice that positive and negative thoughts are both distractions from the game. <laughs> and when we go back to like Kobe's famous 81 point game, there was an interview, which we've spoken about many times here, between Kobe and Jalen Rose years later after the game. Jalen said that the most interesting aspect of that performance for him was that Kobe never celebrated, never beat his chest. He was never like, Jalen made this joke that if he ever scored 40, he'd be like dancing on the sidelines. Kobe was just centered, calm, focused the whole way. He'd hit an incredible shot and then be right back in the pocket. And what Kobe said, super interesting. He's like, as soon as I celebrate the shot I just made, I've fallen out of the moment. And that's all the zone really is. It's being right here in the present moment, focused on what's happening right now. That's the key. Positive thoughts and negative thoughts are both distractions from what's going on right now. So Going back to that initial point, don't try to change or even stop your thoughts. Like just <laughs> take your attention away now that we have separation between us and the thoughts and focus it on what's happening right now. In other words, your actions. Now, 
Something beautiful begins to happen when we focus on our actions during the game. We're up here in our thoughts and then we turn all that mental energy into physical energy. We exert it on the game itself. Well, <laughs> that magical thing that happens is that our thoughts start to follow our actions. If you've ever not been feeling so hot, maybe feeling a little bit lazy, low energy, lagging during the day, and then you're like, all right, I'm just gonna go to the gym. Maybe in the beginning of the workout, you're like struggling to get going, and then 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, you're starting to feel a lot better. By the time you head home from that workout, you're feeling like a different human being <laughs> than you were before you did that workout. Well, thoughts follow actions. Through the physical actions, we had the, all of the, these neurochemical reactions, endorphins are released, dopamine's released. Now we're feeling great. Same thing goes during a game. If you're not feeling so good, if the thoughts aren't so pleasant in your mind, exert yourself on the game. Suddenly those thoughts start to change, all right? Magic. <laughs> thoughts, you'll notice, are largely spontaneous. Many of our thoughts are out of our control. We can focus our thoughts on a specific problem, like if you're solving a math problem, for example, of course, we can focus our thoughts on that, on that problem. But most of the time, thoughts are just kind of bubbling up to the surface of our awareness, like carbonation in a drink, right? The bubbles rise to the surface and then they burst and uh, diffuse into the air. Thoughts are kind of like that. They're happening all the time. And so trying to control all of them is sort of a fool's errand. Like none of us can do it. All we can do is take our attention away from those thoughts. Focus it back on the game. I hope that's clear. Hey, it's Taylor. I hope you enjoyed this clip. And if you'd like to watch the full length talk, we'll have the title and or link for you in the description so that you can check it out there. And as always, if you'd like to go even deeper, the best place to do that is in our free masterclass over at deepgame.com, which I believe will be the most powerful hour of basketball learning of your life. I hope we see you there.